Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Businesses Influencer Marketing Podcast with your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Danielle Liss. Each week, we will help you unlock the secrets of influencer marketing through interviews with leading professionals, and tips and tricks to help you scale your business. Sit back, grab a coffee, and let's talk all things influencer marketing. Hey, this is Jamie. And this is Danielle. And welcome to the Business Seeds Influencer Marketing Podcast, episode 65. Today, I'm really excited. We're starting a new series. How fun are our series, Danielle? They're extremely fun. I'm pretty excited. Today, we are starting a new series. We've just wrapped up our monetization series. We got a lot of really positive feedback about it. So we thought it might be interesting if we started what we are going to call our candid conversations. We love alliteration. Have you noticed that? And we are going to be talking about a series of topics that we we get a lot of questions about and we feel like is kind of a behind the curtain. And the first one we want to talk about is actually keeping your content creative, which is really hard, I think, from all perspectives. I just got back a conference called Social Fresh, which is a social media marketing conference. And it really comes at it from the brand's perspective, which I thought was really interesting. And one of the hot topics there was talking about keeping content creative. And I realized that everybody struggles with this. We struggle with it. The influencers that we talk to struggle with it. And we learn that brands struggle with it. So I thought it would be cool if we could talk about some of the things I learned while we were at Social Fresh and some of the things Danielle and I face when we're creating content for the podcast. Now, you told me, and you know, this is like one of my favorite things ever, that you got a list of questions and you know, there's nothing more that I, I like than number one, asking questions and number two, answering questions, basically anything question related. I'm in. It's so, so this was really cool. This was actually one of my favorite parts of the event. We all went into a group of about 10 or 15, give or take who was there. And we had a discussion. So naturally I volunteered to be the discussion leader because that's I shocking. Love- I know. I, I you know me. I don't. I, I. I. don't love talking at all. You're very and- skittish around strangers. <laughs> so I got the list of questions, which was so cool, and it was really interesting because I was talking with brand marketers from 
one of the women in my group ran content, social media marketing for Hilton. One of the guys did it for American Express. And it was down to somebody who ran it for a local interior design company. So we sort of had like all wide range. We had a nonprofit in there. And listening to them talk about creating content and asking these questions was really interesting. And so we started talking about just how hard it is to create creative content on a regular basis. That was definitely one of the first questions. And universally, everyone was like, it's really hard. <laughs> and I agreed. I mean, we sometimes struggle with what to come up with to make sure that we're sort of meeting our audience's needs. And I think we've, we've gotten some good tips along the way, though, wouldn't you say? I think so. But I think that one of the things that's the most difficult about creating content is that I can tell you 700 different things that interest me, but does it serve the audience? And I think that that is really something that can be difficult is remembering, oh, the audience may really not care about Danielle's top 10 audiobooks on personal development and business this year, although I'm sure they do. Actually, and that's a good one. <laughs> But I think it's really interesting to me because you do have to look at it through a different lens to make sure that what you are doing serves your overall mission and your values and your purpose and everything that goes along into what makes your business and attracts people to it. So I think that it's not always as easy as just write whatever comes into your head. And it's very much to me about being intentional and strategic. I totally agree. So for example, our monetization series was actually born out of our download numbers because one of our most popular podcast episodes was the monetization episode with Jenny Guy. And so we realized people are really interested in monetization and that proved to be true. So using data, I think is incredibly important looking at what your readers are reading and not just regurgitating it, but coming at that subject from different angles. I think that, and I will be the first person to say, um, we have a problem in a particular area. And I think that it's really important when you're talking about creating content, we don't plan far enough in advance, by which I mean, last week, our episode that was released, episode 64 with Melina, it came out on Thursday, we recorded that on Tuesday. We knew that we wanted to talk with her and it ended up, everything was fine. I think it was a really fun interview, but it's one of those things where it, we need to plan much, much further in advance to make sure that we are really diving into the right topics and not doing things kind of last minute. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely one of our 2019 goals is to sort of get ahead of the calendar and Honestly, we've talked about it and we we may need to hire help for that. Um, which I have to be honest, there are days when I hate this podcast. <laughs> I'm not I I you know what? We're talking candid conversations. This is going to be about as candid as it gets because I get so I am such a planner and when we don't have that plan in place, I'm like twitchy. <laughs> and I think it's something that we definitely do need to work on just because, you know, stuff comes up. Our clients have emergencies. This is not our primary job. And it's one of those things where we have to make sure that it plays well with the things that we are really aiming to achieve. I, it's funny. I'm, I'm less of a planner than Danielle, as many people know by now. <laughs> and I can feel her across the country, like a tense up when we're like, what are we doing this week? And she's like, Arr. and I, she's right. <laughs> but Danielle's way is right. Like it shouldn't be that way. We shouldn't be flying by the seat of our pants. And sometimes it feels that way. And 
I feel like we're really lucky because we have a deep network and we have a pretty good listenership. So people are cool with coming on. But yeah, it's it's if we didn't, I would imagine how much harder that would be. I just feel like when you've got a good content plan in place, regardless of what your medium of expression is. So if you're a blogger, if you are on Instagram, if you are a vlogger, whatever the case might be, you can create a better plan to amplify that content, to make sure that it's super engaging, to do all the promotion that you need. I just feel like when you've got a plan in place, you can make everything even more successful. So you don't feel like you're kind of flying by the seat of your pants, so to speak. I agree because you put processes in place, right? You know, that this, this is happening on this day. This is happening on the next day. And when you sit down and just spend a few hours setting that schedule, I think it makes a big difference. Agree. An interesting thing that kind of goes along, along the line of this is the budget, right? So in my group, there were people who have Amex, American Express style budgets or Hilton budgets, down to some a couple people who worked for a nonprofit with very little budgets. There was one woman who was essentially working for a nonprofit and running three different sets of social media accounts herself. I thought her head was going to explode. I just wanted to give My her a hug. My head's going to explode on her behalf right now. <laughs> I, I can't know. even fathom with no budget doing all that. Wow. Yeah. So, but the interesting thing was she still found a way to be creative with it. And so while it is obviously very nice to have a huge budget where you can shoot unbelievable video and style photos, I still think you can have very creative content without a large budget. Oh, I agree 100%. Uh, to me, it's not just, you know, all the shiny. I mean, I like shiny. I won't lie. But it's <laughs> not just about that. I really care about somebody who's creating something that interests me. I don't care what the production value is. You can post it with a selfie. If your content is good, I want to know what it says. I want to know what the next step is. I totally agree. My favorite example of that, actually, one of them comes from a brand. And it's odd that I'm going to say this, but it is Wendy's Twitter feed. Oh my gosh, they're the best. It's genius. And it's just somebody tweeting. It's so funny and so creative and so smart. And I love that. And yeah, that's a risk too. And I think that's the other thing about being creative is taking risks. You know, this is certainly risky for us to come out there and say, yeah, sometimes we hate this podcast. Sometimes we're a little bit, a little bit of a hot mess. It's totally, you know, and I think it's normal and it's normal to be frustrated with the process. I don't know of any creative in any way, because I don't necessarily consider myself a creative. I have lots of ideas, but I'm not somebody who's like, now let me come up with the perfect way to execute the idea. No, no, no. (laughs) So, but I think that it's, it's feel that frustration because I think that that frustration usually ends up taking you into a really good place because it gets you to say, okay, what can I do better? How can I improve? How can I be more efficient? And how can I really make sure that what I'm doing is what resonates most with my audience. I think this is the time when we often see people make a switch in what they're doing with their content. And they feel this, I think everybody knows I hate this. Like when people take a break from their blog, but then they feel like they have to come back with an apology. Stop it. No, you don't owe me anything. You owe me literally nothing for, you don't have to give me an excuse as to why you haven't been there. If you just needed to recharge and reset and feel better about what you're creating and have your life, do it. 
But that to me, taking those breaks can sometimes really give you the clarity that you need on the kind of content that you want to be putting out into the world. I completely agree. And that's actually the beauty of being on the influencer side is there's nobody we have to ask. You know, on the brand side, they have to run it up the flagpole and there's like a million people who have to say yes and it has to go through compliance and legal and and it has to make sure that it's this and that and they have to test things. I mean, you should have heard the things I was hearing. I was laughing. I'm like, they couldn't pull together a podcast or a video in two days. And so we have that agility as, you know, content creators on this side of the fence that a lot of brands don't. And so there's there's some liberty in that, but also it can be overwhelming because it's like the world is your oyster. You know, you can kind of do anything. And that's why in 2019, we're going to be focusing on food videos with people <laughs> decorating cakes. Surprise! <laughs> Danielle's dream. I just want the skills and the cake. We, you know, we have. Yeah, I just need both of those things. <laughs> we have a client who could do it for us. Mm, yeah, we do. She's my favorite. I know. We I have an, we instant have an, stalking. Yes. We have an amazing client. Her, if anybody has, I, I don't know if we've mentioned her before, but her Instagram is Sugarsuckle and she is so incredibly talented at decorating cakes. And Danielle, she's local to me actually where I live. So I've known her a very long time and she's also a friend of mine. Danielle hasn't met her, but loves her Instagram. I have a problem and I don't mean to be like that weirdo, but I think everybody knows by now I am that weirdo. <laughs> It's fine, but I'm like, oh my God, I'm completely obsessed with her content and her stories are so good. And because I just love stories so much. Um, so yeah, she's, you should follow her a lot. She's awesome. This is true. We, we are I should there. have like my list of like my top 50 cake accounts that yeah. people can <laughs> see. That's an episode people need. Yes. More candid conversations with Danielle. <laughs> Cakes and cats. <laughs> You like See, those cats. We couldn't. We couldn't. I do. We couldn't do this if we uh, had somebody who had to. We had to answer to. But we answered. <laughs> we answered to us. So you guys get to hear all this. Can you imagine if somebody got that and they're like, <laughs> you know that noise that I make, and they're just like, mm, I don't really think that. <laughs> no, maybe you should try. And we'd be like, eh, it's good. So this goes to the next one. Do you use humor in your content? That was actually one of my favorite questions because that's. No, I'm not funny. My husband tells me all the time. <laughs> Those are my favorites are like the totally goofy, kitschy ones. The ones that are not even necessarily trying to be funny. They just end up being, they, you just, they feel real. So I get a kick out of using humor and I think we like to make fun of ourselves, which. Uh, is, yeah, we do. I think that I, that is my favorite when I go to other people's stuff, like there, I can't remember her name right now. Of course, there is one food blogger who does a release of just her bloopers from her food videos yes. and they are so funny. They're so funny. They're the best. So I think humor is, if you're able to do it authentically for yourself, um, like if it makes sense, you know, Danielle and I are kind of goofballs, so it fits for us. <laughs> and I think it, it works um, even with such a subject matter, which is ours, which I mean, I don't get it, but some people think that like legal and business information is not that exciting. That's weird. It is. It is. So yeah. So we would actually really love to hear how you guys keep your content creative and how you plan. Help us. <laughs> Tell us about your planning. Do you sit down once a quarter? Do you fly by the seat of your pants? Do you do a little bit of both? We would love some tips on that. Please. <laughs> For Danielle. For Danielle's 
Mark, please. For my sanity, for all the things. So that way I'm not, you know, grumbling when I'm like, oh, Monday, hmm, we have a podcast to release Thursday. We should do that. And I really love this podcast because I think that, you know, we're able to give a lot of information and make it a little bit more accessible for people for what is otherwise can be confusing or sort of overwhelming topics that a lot of people aren't really talking about. So we want to keep it up. We just need to plan it a little bit better. (laughs) 2019 goals. Yep. I think that the key is we kind of know that it's, it's not us who's going to be doing that plan. So that's kind of one of the things that we are, that we can plan for is to give it away and delegate it. See, we're still making our, that was our 2018 word outsource, Mm -hmm. right? So we're still a work in progress and making it happen. It's so true. It's hard. I mean, we definitely did some amazing outsourcing this year and we just need to do more next year Mm -hmm. for sure. So help us out. Tell us in the HQ um, all about your content planning and content creation and how you keep it creative. And if you are not a member of the HQ, you can visit us at businesses.com slash HQ. For show notes for this episode, and we will make sure there is a link to the Sugar Suckle Instagram, you can visit businesses.com slash episode 65. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next week for another Candid Conversation. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Business Influencer Marketing Podcast. Please subscribe if you haven't already. If you like the podcast, we'd love if you give us a review in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your reviews help new listeners find us. If you have any questions, you can email us at questions at businessease.com. We'd really love to hang out with you in our Facebook group, the Businesses HQ. To join, visit businessease.com slash HQ. We want to give a big thank you to our producer, Don Jackson of the Raven Media Group for making us sound so very good. Thanks for joining us and we'll talk to you again next week. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.